This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 22nd of June. Justin, we know that the government has been talking about incentives to get Australians vaccinated, mm-hmm. but Luxury Escapes mm-hmm. has completely trumped them. <laughs> okay. They're giving away $200 million in travel vouchers to people who have been vaccinated. Brett, I need you to sit down now, okay? Okay. This week's numbers for our savings game, Win the Week, yeah. were 654-7280. Okay. okay. We had one player who guessed 654 7240. That means they were one number off winning $250,000. But Fluxam, if you want your chance to win 250k this week, make sure you sign up to win the week. Three extremely winning stories today. Let's do it. For our first. The Seven Network is sticking it to its arch rival Nine, claiming that Seven will win the TV ratings this year for the first time since 2018. Whack! Very juicy and fair to say both of these companies aren't what they used to be. Mm -hmm. What is the story here? Some background, Justin. Mm -hmm. The free to wear TV advertising market, yep. that's worth a huge $2.5 billion. And for these sorts of companies, generally speaking, it's a pretty simple equation. Uh-huh. Good ratings leads to good advertisers. Good advertisers leads to good revenue. Now, B-Man, in terms of the race, Nine, which is the home of Married at First Sight and the Australian Open, they're currently in the lead. Meanwhile, Seven, which has Big Brother, The Amazing Race, they're just below. But Seven has high hopes, Justin. They reckon they're going to take out the win for this year. In Uno speak, mm-hmm. Seven is playing its draw four on Nine. <laughs> The Olympics. Seven reckons having the Olympics on its Seven Plus product will be a massive boost for advertisers. So what is the key learning here? Free-to-air networks have dominated the advertising industry since the early 50s. But Justin, they're now challenged by broadcast video on demand, Mm. aka BVOD, aka Catch-Up TV. (laughs) In fact, Brett, Catch-Up TV already accounts for 10% of all TV advertising in Australia. And I believe, Justin, it's growing at 30% a year. Mm -hmm. So Australia's free-to-air networks like Seven, Nine, 10, SBS, ABC, they're all racing to build out Catch-Up TV. Now, Justin, while for us as consumers, Catch-Up TV looks and feels like normal TV just via an app yep. for the TV networks it's actually really valuable and why is that? that's because finally these old school media companies can know a little more about who's actually watching their shows and therefore they can target those viewers with targeted ads For our second story, OnlyFans, the content subscription service with a focus on adult content, Mm -hmm. is in the process of raising new funding at a valuation above $1.3 billion. Saucy, what a time to be an OnlyFans. (laughs) Tell me well, Brett. OnlyFans is a platform where content creators can earn money Mm -hmm. from their fans who subscribe to their content. Essentially, it lets content creators like celebs, influencers, or adult entertainers Mm. receive funding from their fans on a monthly basis. And we can confirm that OnlyFans is used by stars like Cardi B and ex-Disney star Bella Thorne. And these people are making millions per month. Huge. Get this, Justin. Since 2020, OnlyFans has seen a 40% increase in creators. And total number of users skyrocketed from 7.5 million to a lazy 85 million. But its enormous growth has investors interested now. Hence why it's looking at a valuation of around 1.3 bill. Foxfam, that's around the cost of Buckingham Palace or (laughs) the White House twice. So what is the key learning here? OnlyFans is transitioning from niche player to mainstream giant. Mm, yes, in the early days, OnlyFans was geared towards racy adult content. Mm-hmm. But now it wants a total facelift. OnlyFans is hoping that this new investment could help it move away from its R-rated image mm-hmm. to become a place where celebs and even athletes can connect with their fans in a slightly more PG-13 <laughs> capacity. For our third and final story, Spotify has launched its rival to Clubhouse, Spotify 
the green room. Uh, a new rivalry for us to keep our little tabs <laughs> on what's happening here. Well, Spotify is the music streaming app that's worth a whopping 67 billion US wow. dollars. And in recent years, Spotify has been getting seriously aggressive mm-hmm. about becoming more than just a place to listen to music. It's invested big time in podcasts. And now it is investing in live audio chat rooms with its new app, Spotify Green Room. And B-Man, what's this new Spotify Green Room going to do? Essentially, it's going to allow Spotify users around the world to join or host live audio rooms. And turn those conversations to podcasts if mm. they want to as well. So what is the key learning here? Well, Brett, similar to our previous key learning, <laughs> Spotify is trying to win over creators by giving them a place where they can connect with their fans. For instance, Jazzy Boy, imagine a Q&A sesh mm-hmm. with your favourite podcast host. Absolutely. Count us in, Fluxman. Uh-huh. In the past, podcasts have been a one-to-many relationship. Meaning the podcaster speaks to their audience, but the audience can't really speak back to their podcaster. So, Justin, Spotify is taking the next step in making podcasts more social. Flux family, this is not a drill. <laughs> one of our players in our savings game win the week was one number from winning $250,000 this week. And B-Man, we also have three winners of 100 bucks guaranteed every week. Guaranteed winners every single week. To play, download the Flux app. It's free, it's fun, and you will love it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. 